On this week's episode of the Party Control Podcast, we continue our conversation of Tears of the Kingdom and Street Fighter VI. Find out how we still feel about these titles. And Summer Games Fest has started. What are the games we are excited about? And what are some of the announcements that didn't make the show, but we're clamoring for? Find out on this week's episode of the Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. <laughs> Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Bentham And... Jeremy Welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast. It's the podcast that you really care about. Where you come for all the tips, tricks, all the video game news and topics you look forward to. Welcome back, everybody, to another week. Exciting week. A lot of stuff happened, but we um, have to pay our respects to a man... Who will live in infamy. The Iron Sheik has passed away. Yeah. I, I don't feel I have, not the right, but I learned a lot of about wrestling from you guys. So I, I'll just give it to you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, he was one of those, I like, even after wrestling, he was still really relevant up, up until his death. He was still fun to watch, like, in, like... Whether it's interviews or his tweets, always fucking talking shit about Hulk Hogan. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Fuck the Monday. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just very entertaining on and off the off the ring, um, in and out of the ring. Uh, they, it, I, I, I don't know if it was him, but uh, his his um, Instagram liked one of my one of my posts a long time ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it was about him, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's some somebody that was a, a one of the more entertaining heels, and I, I always. Like uh, every once in a while, I'll watch um, some clips. But I usually I like watching his uh, Turkish club bell challenge, where he just like <coughs> swing this giant fucking clubs. Yeah. And then he like somebody will challenge him, try to do them. They always do it wrong, but it's still like he's like whatever. He just let him compete. Yeah. And then it always not always, but a lot of times it'll end up him him beating the shit out of him halfway into the the person's uh, like set. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to watch that. Yeah, I, was, I was watching uh, one of the, the uh, last, not the last episodes, but I was watching one of the treasure, that, that WWE show where they look for buried, like the old treasure, like the old stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, they uh, they actually went to, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Bob Ackman's place. They were looking for the clubs, and uh, he had, the Sheik gave him a pair, and legitimately gave him a pair because he, he actually was able to, like, do the clubs. Yeah. So, like, the Sheik was like, oh, yeah, and so he ended up with, like, two pairs. Um, you know, I can't lie and say that I watched a whole lot of Sheik. Like, he was already, because, like, by the, like, when he won the title from, uh, before he lost it to Hogan, like, he was already in his 40s by then. He was already old and beat up. But he stuck around, and, but definitely, like, he had that resurgence social media. Like, his, you know, yeah. from, from what I read, his nephews. Yeah. Nephews or grandkids um, were the ones that you know were like, let's make him like, yeah, they got him this, uh, uh, got him into social media and like they managed his account and it just became a big thing. So yeah. you know, and it was always fun to watch him just, you know, just a, a character man, like guy like that's you know, it's always a lot of fun. Any final words? I'll leave it with my what possibly quite possibly I sent it to you guys already. My favorite uh, social media post from the Iron Sheik. He said, 
And I think, you know, it's, it's actually pretty true in these days because how people how are, how people are these days. But he said to the world, take a minute of your day to be nice to someone, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when you sent that, you said we, we should do this in honor of the Iron Sheik. I was like, oh, no. And I had to look it up, and I was like, ah, he passed away. So let's get it going. Beto, what's up? Hey, so Hey. like to tell you that I beat Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to call it Breath of the Wild too. Uh, but I haven't beat it. Um, I'm still... I'm at the end. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of just like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kind of going. It feels like it's starting to feel like a fetch quest just to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just like, all right, I just want to fucking get it over with, uh, and then I just get distracted by by doing shrines and stuff. Yeah, but and it's good. It's just that this I don't know. It feels like the last couple of hours, last couple of missions that I've done, our quests that I've done feel a little bit f- like shoved in. Like I I don't feel like they're completely necessary. Yeah. Um. It it makes the game drop a couple points for me because it just kind of feel like it's dragging and then uh um i get why they do it it's just that i wish there was a different way they did it uh-huh. to get to the end uh but i just want to i just want to finish it already yeah and just fucking beat it because um there's this stuff that i want to play mm-hmm. and uh i i I think I've enjoyed my time with it, but I'm ready to to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just played that. Uh, I started playing some Street Fighter Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little rusty with my fight stick. I haven't played it in a while. Um, but I, I I went through the trials to kind of get used to the like combos and stuff. So I just did the trials. Did some of them, uh, up until I got to like a difficult part where I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah. Like the uh, like the drive stuff. I forget what it's called exactly, but but some of the um, the new mechanics in it. Uh, but it's still it's still a lot of fun because I did I did learn some stuff while playing the through going through those uh, trials, mm-hmm. and I ended up going through the arcade with Ryu, and uh, it was it's pretty easy. It wasn't too difficult. I uh, went through it. I lost some rounds, but I didn't. I never lost the match. Mm. Uh, I was able to just beat the story or whatever, whatever arcade mode with Ryu, and um, it, it's cool. I really, I still enjoy. It. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to like dive deep into this game because I'm, I'm, I did enjoy it that much. Like so far, what I played. Yeah, I didn't even touch the uh, what's it called the world tour. The world tour. I didn't touch uh-huh. that yet. Not that yet. Um, but I'll, I'll do that eventually. But yeah, it's it's been dope. I'm I'm excited to to play some more. Um, I was a little disappointed with the story mode because uh, I mean, obviously it's better <laughs> it's better than fi- uh, five because five was a fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But four was a lot of fun because I like the the animated stories to them. Um, not everyone had um, animated story. I think they had like little kind of like 
kind of like comic or, or just like a drawing and then with text but some of the main characters did have like a, a animated story to them which mm-hmm. was cool and it was just really short clips uh, this one just kind of it was like a short text with like a, uh, art and that was it it's like oh that kinda, that's kind of a bummer mm-hmm. I wish there was more to it but uh, yeah I just played the the arcade mode with Ryu and that's it I haven't played it with anybody else I haven't really touched any other other characters other than him um but yeah it's it's been dope i'm enjoying it a lot yeah it, the whole new system <clears throat> everything i felt the same way too like i felt like i didn't even know how to use a fight stick yeah. i was just like fuck dude like did yeah. you just feel like everything even the new uh um parry yeah like i'm just still trying to figure that out like yeah. They say it's easier, but I, I just, I don't know if it, my timing, I'm overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I know it is easier, but I feel like I'm overcompensating. I, th- right. I feel like I'm, I am I might be a, a few seconds ahead than what I'm supposed yeah. to. I don't know. But I, yeah, I, I do feel that it is easier to par- parry on this than in the third strike. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, is for me, is the, because um, you can cancel into like a drive rush. Mm-hmm. So uh, like you, you can like do like a, a low medium kick drive rush into like something else to uh kind of to like inch closer to the uh um to the foot to your opponent uh doing that like the forward forward motion that i for some reason i just can't get down mm-hmm. it's it's i tried so many times like even in the trials just trying to trying to figure that out uh it's my timing is off yeah. with that but the pairing wasn't too difficult but yeah that's uh that's pretty much all i played this week um Hopefully, I do finish Zelda because I'm ready to finish. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. What about you, Joe? What's up? Fool? So I definitely played. I like played a little bit more of um, Tears of the Kingdom. Not much though. I can't I can't say I played a whole lot. Um, I finished Metroid Fusion. Ooh, and that was fucking great. Yeah, love that. That was really cool. Um, all in all, great game. Kind of itching to hit. I don't know. I kind of was like, I was like, do I want to play Dread next? Or and then I started thinking, or should I just go backwards and maybe go through uh, Super Metroid since it's on the uh, the Nintendo Online? Yeah, the online. So I haven't really decided what my next move is as how, far as. How about we switch, Joe? You play Dread. I'll play Undertale. <laughs> 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 you know what? You know what I was thinking. Uh, uh, sorry to, to interrupt you, Joe. Fuck it, Beto. Uh-huh. Just play Undertale. <laughs> just play Undertale. <laughs> so that way, that way, you and Joe can contrast and compare. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah just do that. Play Undertale. <laughs> but, uh, I allow. It. I talked to the lawyers. They allowed okay, it. Cool. Thank They're you. Like, cool. <laughs> uh, I also played a little bit more Undertale. Uh huh. Um, and it's fun. It's a good game. I, I definitely dig the 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 system. So I'm, I'm liking that. Uh, Jesse, as a you know, Jesse got me. Uh, no More Heroes 3 as a birthday gift. My birthday passed, um, which was awesome. Thank you very much. I haven't started it yet, but yeah. I was I was very stoked to, to get it because that's, that's definitely something that was on my list to play. So uh, we'll be playing that too. Uh, Jesse also loaned me uh, Final Fantasy 12. You can't God get out it. of it, Joe. <laughs> you can't get out of it. <laughs> damn it. I can't get uh, out of it. I have no excuses now. On, no on excuses whatsoever. Uh, no, Switch. Oh, I had Switch? a Switch copy. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> like next week, Jesse's gonna Jesse's gonna have like we're gonna the, the next time Jesse comes by, uh, I'm gonna be like, hey, uh, I had an accident, and then it's like fucking the entire copy of the game has been through like a shredder. <laughs> so, 
I said, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, I fell down uh, while I was holding it. Dude! Yeah. <laughs> no, um, so, I, uh, what do you call it? I, I uh, played that. I uh, got into a groove. I said, you start playing some fucking Mike Tyson's Punch Out again because it's some. Because we're never going to get it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I still have so much fun with the original. Yeah. So much fun mm-hmm. to play the original. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fucking blast. So I played that, I played that, and I fucking probably played that the most of anything over the last <laughs> week. I just played a shit ton of Tyson's Punch Out, or Punch Out. It's not Mike Tyson's Punch Out, but Punch yeah. Out. Uh, Featuring I Mr. Dream. I want to give a big fuck you to the Amazon uh, seller who uh, I bought a Tyson, Mike Tyson's Punch Out shirt from, and then when I got it, like the fucking screen printing was half done. Turns out I wasn't the only person that got a shirt like that. I was like, oh, what a fucking asshole! Like it, 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 like it was the characters when I got it, but I'm like, they're fucking missing their eyes, and there's all kinds of shit uh, that was missing from the script. And I was like, you fucking asshole! Yeah. So I'm returning that, and obviously left them a bad review. Yeah. I'll probably send them death threats if I can. If I, can. <laughs> <laughs> I won't send them death threats, but that's bullshit. Because it was, a, it would have been a bad shirt, but yeah. now, now I'm literally to buy a fucking. You know what sucks about that? It's like it's cool that you can return it, but even like oh, I have to go return it is like yeah. exactly. It's like, like, and I work at a fucking. I work at a. At my I can just add it to the packages, but it still annoys me. Yeah, like I still yeah. have to get up now and go out and do something. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, so I was I, I played that, and then uh, I got my email from EA Sports Sports who gave me uh, my code to try out the Madden 24 beta there's a beta? yeah the beta for 24 uh, have they done that before? sorry yeah, they do one for oh. every. They do one for every. Uh, oh, okay. Pretty much, but now because so many more people on the on the beta because of uh, uh, what happened, they're giving everybody that had issues with the uh, um, uh, twenty three uh, beta access. So I downloaded it yesterday, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll fucking play it. Let me try it." I w- and I honestly like I downloaded it because I got it early in the day, so I just jumped on uh, via uh, remote play, and I just was like, "Let me fucking download it," mm-hmm. and. It's funny because it's like, all right, I'm going to try this. But I had no fucking, like, there was no enthusiasm. I wasn't hyped or pumped because I knew it wasn't going to be great. Yeah. Because, first of all, like, well, I mean, I know it's Madden, so it hasn't been great at all. But also, betas fucking suck, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. They're unfinished. There's a lot of shit that's not right. So you're getting a, a, a chance. And I, and I just thought it was funny because I saw shit in the post from people who are already like fucking like oh fucking beta da, 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 it sucks and I'm like it's a beta yeah like I'm not trying to defend them the every because right? I mean every year Madden comes out is the beta because that's how fucking <laughs> shit it is <laughs> like every game has a beta right and it mm-hmm. like most betas fucking suck like even when you enjoy it and even when you know that the game's gonna be oh it's gonna be pretty good there's still shit that there, there's gonna be wrong like yeah. it's a fucking beta it's an unfinished fucking game. Right, so it's like I get always get a kick out of the fucking the people on Reddit, like the Madden subreddit, who are always just like they they start bitching and complaining. I'm like, well, you're playing an unfinished game, or you're playing an unfinished version of a game that's perennially unfinished. So like, what do you fucking expect? Yeah. Like, it's gonna suck. So I went in there and I tried it out for a little bit, and I was like, did it feel a little bit different? Sure, but in the end, 
Like, I was like, is it worth me paying half price for? Yeah, possibly. It's a beta. Like, I'm gonna get, I, I got nothing from it, honestly, because it's like, yes, yeah, this is an unfinished fucking game. Yeah. Like, I know right away. They did bring back the mini games from back in the day. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can access those in, like, if you do a franchise, you can access, access those in the preseason. You can actually access them from the front, front end, too. Oh, that's cool. But in franchise mode, you can access those right away. I was fucking around with the passing one. I didn't do the running one because the rushing attack one, I think, is there. It's, it's it's there again. But I did the passing one, but, like, you know, it's again, it's unfinished, right? Like, I started doing the passing one, and I was, like, it was the same routes. Like, like it's the same four or five routes. So it's, like, you couldn't really pick the route. So I was, like, okay. But, I mean, I get it. It's, I guess, like, it's not it's not fucking, like, who knows if it's going to be fully implemented by the time the game releases. But yeah. at least it was there. And it has, like, 26 different mini games. Oh. So basically all the shit that was there back in the day, I think it's back here. So that was kind of cool. I was like, I might dig into that because I, I used to have a lot of fun playing those. And you get the fucking uh, medals for scoring so many points left all back. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it was a beta. So like I said, I was like, all right. But that was it for me. Jesse, what's up? I played some more Street Fighter, continuing uh, that. I ended up streaming it and going through World Tour and uh that was the first time of just like deciding you know what it's it's so cumbersome to play world tour with the fight stick that i I ended up just playing it in the fight pad and the fight pad just because i was getting used to playing street fighter 6 with the fight stick it just felt kind of weird it was fun kind of going through the world tour expanding it uh more going through it and just streaming it because everyone wanted to see it uh who, who usually follows my 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 streams and stuff and then from there uh I wanted to play an online match with one of uh, my viewers. His name's uh, Melty Martin, and he's just like, "Let's let's fight, you know, let's let's fight against each other online." So I was like, "Okay, sure," but I didn't want to promise him anything. I kind of wanted to wait till the last minute before I was gonna leave just to play like a couple matches with him. But for whatever reason, we couldn't connect. We tried everything. We tried connecting in the casual game because the cool thing is there's a battle hub in street fighter where you go basically to this battle hub area that has arcade machines and everything and it's like a lobby system but if you don't want to do any of that that's fine you can go into fighting grounds and then just choose from there whether it's you want to do ranked or you want to do just casual online matches which is cool so you don't have to log into a battle hub whatsoever you have two options but it's pretty much the same thing which is really neat but we did a battleground and we couldn't connect uh it would log us out we couldn't connect whatsoever so we we're trying to figure out okay what could it be i'm like hey let's try out battle hub we we went into battle hub we went into a lobby still couldn't connect so we're trying to figure it out and i'm like kind of getting annoyed like fuck man is my internet really shitty but i don't think so I, that i know i have really good internet and i didn't think it was Mel- martin's either that was got kind of annoying we couldn't fight and i'm like let me see if i could just get into a match so i exited out of battle mode and went into a casual match on fighting ground and I had my first online fighting match. And <laughs> I was nervous. I was really nervous because I hadn't played online yet. Uh, people have already had a week and more with Street Fighter Six, So I thought, I'm going to get demolished. I'm going to get my ass kicked. Again, it wasn't ranked matches, but it was just a casual match. But even that, I didn't. I went in not really confident that I was going to do well. And, you know, I played the first match. Uh, I was Ken. The other character was Luke. And we're playing. It felt good. I didn't feel any lagginess. I didn't feel anything wrong. So rollback netcode worked really well. But I did note I won the first match. And I'm just like, oh, okay. All right, this guy doesn't really know anything. And then when we're going into the second round, 
uh, were fighting, you could feel that difference. I'm like, oh, he does know what he's doing. Because he started doing parries. He started doing, it's not focus attack, but the drive moves. And I'm like, okay, he knows. He knows what he's doing. I could feel the change into in his fighting style because... I'm guessing he was just testing me out to see if I was someone who didn't really know anything, and I, I knew enough. Yeah. So that's when it started kind of, like, heating up. Like, it started getting, okay, he knows what he's doing. He knows that I kind of know what I'm doing, and he wins the second match. So I'm like, all right, cool. Now it's the third match. Whoever wins this one wins wins the match. So I was nervous. I was streaming uh, and f- with everyone who was watching. So there's that layer of just kind of nervousness and, like, can I pull this off? And he, you know, we're going back and forth. He whittled my health down to like a little sliver. Uh, he had probably about 21% left of his health that I had to kind of whittle down. And I just was like, okay, I am, I have full. What's cool is like when you have the bar that fills up, I, I think it says, not climax, but I forget the term that it says, but it, it, it if you're not paying attention to your bar, it does something. So it like it kind of like gives you a clue that you're you're good, you're ready to go, like you're fully maxed out. And I'm like, all right, let me let me just pull it off. Use, you know, Ken's overdrive. Ah, fuck, I forget the name for it. But uh, I did it, praying that I had it. It was enough to take out like 20% of his health, and I fucking did it. I didn't want to celebrate till I knew I fucking got it. Oh! <laughs> I got fucking. I was so. I don't know. Did you see that? No. When I won it, I, I got really excited. I was like, I was stoked that the adrenaline, the the competition, the feeling of of it all. I just got really stoked, like excited because it was my first online match, and I honestly thought I was gonna get my ass kicked. So yeah. that was the fun of playing online, and it worked. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So matches worked. I was able to match with this guy. All right, Melty Martin, let's try again. No, we couldn't. We couldn't match. We couldn't connect whatsoever. So that sucked. Yeah. I had an awesome match that I ended up winning <laughs> in front of like everyone who was watching me on my stream. So that was exciting. I think I overly got too happy. Um, you started crying. I, I started crying. <gasps> I, I uh, oh, thanked everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it was cool. It, it brought back that like adrenaline and fun that I had with a... Uh, Street Fighter 4, because I, I think it just, because how of a, how much of a letdown the beginning of Street Fighter 5 was, I didn't yeah. even care to play online. Winning that was cool. I, I felt like, okay, maybe I didn't, because I thought I lost ground, as in like everyone kind of learning. Yeah. So now it kind of gave me the confidence, like, oh, okay, cool, now I'm going to go into ranked. Just fuck it. If I lose, if I lose from, if I lose every match from here on out, that's fine, because I won my first one, and that's all yeah. I kind of really cared about. But like, just, just learning the game, it's like... The excitement and the fun of Street Fighter is like everyone's saying it, but it's like back. You know, yeah. it's launched really well. It has great online. I found out though from that night there was some problems with the servers, so that's why me and, and Melty Martin couldn't connect. So uh, we haven't returned back to it, but we're gonna we're gonna go back. But I guess they had some problems that day. Mm. I'm like, of course it had to be the day. <laughs> we're, we're trying to. So I, I think the guy I was playing, they were just matched me up with whoever I was able to connect with. Uh, it's been great. I've been having a lot of fun. So, Street Fighter Six. If you, if you're on the fence, I recommend it, man. There's there's a lot of shit. Fuck, I haven't even touched like what do they call them extreme battles. We're uh, the ones that I are just remember. random. Yeah, I like that in the uh, arcade mode or the story mode that you can destroy a, a semi truck. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> you can do that, and then you can parry basketballs too. Oh yeah, the parrying basketballs. See, yeah. that's that's where I was able to do it, but in fights, uh-huh. I don't know why I can't. I can't, <laughs> and I think it, I think it comes with parrying people. It's just learning the other character, like the timing and stuff. Yeah, with the with the parrying the basketballs, that was cool. It yeah. was like parry, 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 because they did that in Third Strike. So I wonder were people mad? I was like, why isn't that shown? Probably, dude. <laughs> Sean has to show up now. So many people want him, <laughs> yeah. which is which. I'm not saying it is bad. I'm just saying it's crazy. We've had a conversation about this that even people that I I, I know that aren't huge Street Fighter heads, like they always go, "Oh, is Sean in it?" And I'm like, "How the fuck do you know Sean?" Like that's it's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy to me how people know Sean. But other than that, that's pretty much it for what I played this week. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. <laughs> Before we get into the big main topic, Summer Game Fest... Uh, we got to talk about a few things. At first, I didn't think this was going to be important, but because what was attached to it, now I need to talk about this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up both right now. Apple has finally revealed its long-anticipated mixed reality headset, Vision Pro. Announced during its worldwide developers conference on Monday, the headset will cost $3,499 when it launches in the United States in early 2024. Billed as Apple's first spatial computer vision pro will be released in more countries later next year vision pro creates an infinite canvas for apps and scales beyond the boundaries of traditional display and introduces a fully three-dimensional user interface controlled by the most natural and intuitive input possible a user's eyes hands and voice the company said featuring vision os the world's first spatial operating system vision pro lets users interact with digital content in a way that feels like it's is physically present in their space. The breakthrough design of Vision Pro features an ultra high resolution display system that packs 23 million pixels across two displays and custom Apple silicone and unique dual chip design and ensures every experience feels like it's taking place in front of the user's eyes in real time. Users will be able to play over 100 Apple Arcade games with Vision Pro, which will also support popular game controllers like the PlayStation 5's DualSense Pad. Vision Pro is compatible with Magic Keyboards and Magic Trackpads too, and its new app store will play home to hundreds of thousands of familiar iPhone and iPad apps according to Apple. This was not the only thing that was announced. Before the Vision Pro was shown off, someone came to the little Apple keynote, uh, a developer that we are very aware of. Kojima Productions announced its support for Apple platforms during the iPhone Makers Worldwide Developers Conference on Monday. Speaking during an event livestream, Hideo Kojima confirmed that Death Stranding Director's Cut will be released for Mac later this year, with pre-orders set to open soon. This is just the beginning, and we are actively working to bring our future titles to Apple platforms, he said. While the Metal Gear creator didn't elaborate, Kojima Productions is officially working on Death Stranding 2 for PS5 and a mysterious cloud project with Xbox, which could be a horror title called Overdose. I've been a diehard Apple fan since I bought the first Mac back in 1994, Kojima claimed, and it's been a dream of mine to see my team's best work come to life on the Mac. 
Now we are entering a new era of gaming on the Mac, so I'm very happy to announce that we are bringing Death Stranding Director's Cut to the Mac later this year. Death Stranding Director's Cut takes full advantage of the latest Apple technologies to provide the best experience to our fans. I was blown away by the power of Apple Silicon and Metal 3 with its modern rendering pipeline and the amazing graphical fidelity delivered by Metal FX Upscaling. Battle Joe, bringing up these two products, Apple's Vision Pro and Kojima bringing one of his titles to an Apple platform, what do you guys think? I don't care about <laughs> the second thing. Oh, could you? I really don't. Uh -huh. Yeah, bringing his game over, I'm like, dude, that's, uh -huh. I mean, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a Mac, right? Speak the I mean, truth, speak your it's truth. It's not being, generally speaking, Macs are not your typical gaming platform. Mm -hmm. It's not, uh, you know, the phone, phones like the iOS and shit like that, sure, and iPad, you know, people use them, you know, they're, 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 they're not to say that, you know, in certain aspects, uh, Apple isn't a force. But like you know, when it comes to you know the like a uh, like a Mac, I just don't know. Like I don't know. Like if they're saying they're gonna try to like, I'd be interested if it was like, yeah, we're gonna release this on iPad or something. Like what the fuck? <laughs> just for the fucking just to see how it would run, I would be like interested. But yeah. I'm assuming this is gonna run on the baseline, you know, the core uh, desktop or the you know the the, the MacBook possibly possibly. And shit like that. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I don't really care. The headset, you know. I mean, I get the feeling they're gonna fucking do it right. They're gonna do it right. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's gonna cost a lot of money, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. And you're really limiting the people. I think I think professionals are gonna get a lot more use out of this. I think people that that are actively like you know developers. Uh, you know, in certain industries, I think this thing is going to probably be a big, a big boom and, and, and help. But you know, mainstream wise, you know, I, I don't, I don't see it being the next big mainstream, not toy, but you know, like uh, electronic thing to like go big. Mm. I don't care for any of this. <laughs> um, no, but the, I mean, the technology and it's cool. Like some of the yeah. stuff that 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 uh, that they showed. Oh, for it is fucking awesome. It's like minority report stuff, but uh, that's a uh, I'm sure it's jokes, but maybe that's a very expensive porn machine. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like that's that that price range is so high, and I I, I get why it's cost that much because it's pretty much a computer now. Yeah, uh, near as a, in the headset, but it's that that price range is gonna scare away a lot of people. Oh yeah, it's um, a rich person's toy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you see some of the stuff that they showed for it. Like, uh, it, what was weird is that, like, FaceTiming, and it'll it'll like generate your face. Yeah, it scans your face. You hold the, yeah. the Vision Pro to your face, and it scans it, like, and it gives like a three D model of you, like yeah, a yeah virtual that, one. That shit was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I'll try it out if somebody lets me. If somebody <laughs> buys it, <laughs> lets me try it out. Yeah. But for for me to actually buy it, fuck no, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, this is just the beginning. I forget the term that people use, but this is just the starting off point. And yeah. the, there's a reason they call it the pro version. Yeah. Because later on, as, as it starts getting cheaper to manufacture and, and parts or whatever, there will be a lesser one that's yeah. probably not as fully featured as this, but that will be consumer friendly. Um, but even when I heard about this, I was just like, what, really? And, and at first, I thought it was just an AR headset. Yeah. Because that's what it seemed. Because they didn't call it VR, but it, it basically is both. It's yeah. an AR, VR 
uh set and and everything so when i heard about this i was just listening i didn't visually see yeah. anything so when i was hearing things it just i was making stuff up in my mind and then i would pull my phone out to see and i was like <laughs> okay that's how it looks i i've tried microsoft's hololens i've had that thing on i tried it for like I think I spent like 45 minutes with it and everything that you can do with the vision pro is a lot of what I could was able to do with the Microsoft HoloLens, but of course better with the vision pro. Yeah. Especially with what it had. Um, but with the using your fingers and it detecting everything I've, I've, I tried all that stuff. And so it's when they were talking about that, I understood a lot of things and, and Joe says it, you know, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it right. Yeah. And, and right now is is the stepping stones, and, and someone said, and, and this makes sense. This will this is the worst this technology will be. Yeah. Right now, and it'll just get better from here. Yeah. There's a lot to it, you know. I'm not I'm not trying to like talk a lot about the Apple Vision Pro, but I think what what is interesting about it is what came to before it, and what I mean by that is just Kojima talking about making games for Mac, and and the idea of him tr probably doing something with this is enticing to me. Now I wouldn't pay the money that this is yeah. to try that. You know, I'm not, I'm a fan, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crazy. No. You know, there are fans that would like, okay, I'm gonna play the Kojima game that comes out if he makes something. You know. So, we're going to get right to it. Summer Games Fest, hosted by Jeff Keighley, the man himself. I watched it. Beto, I know you watched it. Joe, I know you heard some stuff on it. So, we're not going to go through everything. I'm just going to go through the ones I know for sure we're interested in. So, it starts off, I was surprised. I thought this was going to be like a digital event where you know Jeff Keighley was just going to be in front of a studio and just talk to the camera. But no, it was an actual event with people there. No, you didn't see the ads for it? They were, they were promoting it. It's like, hey, come come get some free tickets. And I, then, did, yeah. I did not see that. You could have gone, dude. I could have. We could have gone. No, I said you, not me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could have gone. I could have gone and been in the front row like those other guys and kept going like that. Oh, okay. Did you see? Okay. So that happened. We had our usual per people that were yelling. But did you see that? Not see, but did you hear they put a stop to that shit? Oh, really? Because there was a part... Well, I'll talk about it as we go along. But uh, when they started off the show, they started off the show with one of the first games that I'm going to talk about because I'm interested. I'm interested because it was a surprise. And at first, I thought it was the remake they were... They were got, got postponed. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, coming out January 18th. At first, I was confused by it. I was like, oh, it's a 2D side-scroller. But then uh, I found out more information about it. It's a 2D side-scrolling Metroidvania game set in the Prince of Persia world. People are hating it. But I thought, cool. Did you see it? Parts of it. Yeah. I can see why people are upset. Because it's been a long time since we've had like a Prince of Persia game. Yeah, it's been a long time. And I think people... I, I can understand people's expectations of having a fully 3D, maybe open world Prince of Persia game, and you're getting just a 2.5D Metroidvania style type of game. I could see the disappointment, but not, I mean. I mean, the, what, didn't the Assassin's Creed game pretty much uh, t 
take that over like the um so originally assassin's creed was supposed to be a prince yeah. of persia game because i think it was supposed to be like prince of persia assassin's creed but yeah. they ended up making it its own title and just farmed the shit out of it and just like made a yearly game for a yeah. long time and so that could have happened to prince of persia but it didn't i could understand people being just upset mm-hmm. but i didn't think it looked bad yeah, that it looked pretty nice. cool yeah uh yeah i was i was watching i was like this game better be like 15 bucks Nah, it's not. It's a full game. <laughs> now, finally, the info we were waiting for, they finally showed gameplay for Mortal Kombat 1, which we, as we know, it's coming out September 19th. Before we talk about that, we're talking about the people who yell in the audience and go like, Woo! Or just do all that shit and just yeah. start yelling. There was a part where Ed Boon and Jeff Keighley, because Ed Boon goes on stage to talk more about what was on the trailer and the gameplay reveal... And someone yelled something. It wasn't offensive. It wasn't anything. But I was like, here we go. Just people are just going to spout out shit. You know, not like, I don't think he said anything like, you fucking suck it. I think it was just more like, yeah, that's what it's about. You know, kind of shit. After that, you didn't hear that. You didn't hear the yelling anymore. Yeah. It stopped. I think people went and said like, hey, if you do this, you're done. Yeah. No more. No more. But anyway. Like, you didn't get paid to yell. Like, yeah, we're yeah. not fucking <laughs> doing that shit. This is um, an E3. This is an E3. This ain't an Xbox press conference. Uh-huh. Mortal Kombat 1 uh, gameplay reveal. Bethel, what'd you think of it? I'm still... I, I want to see more of it because I'm yeah. still not too sure how it's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like how they all have the old-looking costumes like yeah. from, from the first one, so that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, because since it's a reboot, it's yeah. basically them from the beginning. Yeah, they're kind of retelling because uh, aren't Scorpion and uh, Sub-Zero brothers in this or they're, something? They're brothers now... I know that uh, fuck, I, I, uh, Katana isn't royalty. It's I forget her name. It's not Jade. Melina. 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 Yeah. Now she's like, oh, you're fighting for the crown, and I guess there's she's starting to get some sort of disease that you're trying to hide. Is what it's showed in the story uh-huh. mode. Did you end up watching the trailer for it, Joe? I didn't, but I, I did. Uh, I didn't watch the trailer for the story mode, but I did see the um, gameplay. I yeah, I saw gameplay. So, when I was watching it, I was trying to figure out, like, okay, I- I'll be honest. My first, when they finally showed gameplay and it was, they were starting to fight, my first thought was, it looks just like Eleven. Yeah. Which isn't bad, because Eleven looks great, but I was like, oh, is it just Eleven again? You know, because I think you're just, I, it's with any generation or any any next title, it at first, it had that feeling of just like, oh, man, we went from Street Fighter 4 and then Street Fighter 5 wasn't that huge of a, a leap. Where now, like, you have Street Fighter 5, the leap over to Street Fighter 6 is a whole different visual yeah. style. But, I mean, with how NetherRealms does their games and how, how visually, like, realistic it is, that was my first reaction. But as the gameplay kept going, I was starting to see, like, it looks like it, but as it kept going, I'm like, this plays completely different because you have... The assists, yeah. characters coming in, and you're kind of more combo juggling, it seemed, with the characters, and you have more variety in how the gameplay is going to go, and and how you're going to execute certain moves, and bring in the tag character, basically. It's like a tag character instead of, but you're not tagging, it's more of just like assist. assist. Yeah. So, um, after having that first reaction, it, kind of, it went away real quick, but I was still kind of like... Man, I really want to know how it feels, though. And from what I'm hearing report-wise, from people who are starting to play it right now, it is giving you a huge variety of mixing things up. Because not only 
it's not just only like, hey, your assist character comes in and does a couple moves and comes back out. It does do that, but they could also be part of your... You can have tag team combo kind of moves. I think they could be part of your fatalities and your... Uh, what do they call them? Like the trigger cinematics? I, I forget what they call them Mortal they call Kombat. Um, but the more got into it, the more the excitement of, of the first reveal kind of came back. Story mode-wise, it, it, it seems like them basically kind of rebooting everything and doing doing it all over again is exciting to just kind of get this story from the beginning yeah um where i got kind of not confused but you select your character and then there's a selection of your your assist characters that you can choose from i was under the impression that johnny cage was an assist so that i was confused that oh so you can select the assist characters as the main characters but if you choose someone else they just become assist characters but no, I think there is assist characters. Yeah. I think I got confused because I think the Jean-Claude Van Damme, which they did announce, Joe, Jean-Claude Van Damme is voicing his himself. Yeah. Is that a skin, right? It's, it's, a, it's a skin and he's voicing himself oh, okay. too. Oh, okay. But it's yeah. Johnny Cage's... It's Johnny Cage. He's, he's a Johnny Cage skin, but he's he, like hit the lines yeah. of Johnny Cage. He will voice his lines of his skin. So I think that's where I got confused because the Jean-Claude is an assist, but Johnny Cage is a character you can use, but not Jean-Claude. Which is a bummer. But maybe yeah. you unlock the skin. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. See, that's where it's, it got kind of confused. But, all in all, I was kind of a little, not shocked, a little bit like, ah, this isn't different enough. But as I saw the gameplay going, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. But I, I think I'm at the point now where I'm like, I need hands-on with it. I yeah. really want to I really want to know how this feels. They say if they're going to be a beta for that or no? I think Ed Boon did say something. Yeah. Yeah. Because when's it coming out? July. It's September. So I think he said something about July, but no, there's no firm, firm any time. So as we knew, Nick Cage was going to be uh, downloadable something on Dead by Daylight, but we got confirmation that Nicolas Cage will be a survivor in Dead by Daylight. But not only did we get that confirmed, we got it confirmed by the man himself. Nick Cage was at the Summer Games Fest. Bethel, how excited were you? Very. <laughs> I was very excited. Yeah, I, I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. He's there. He, right. yeah. You know, people love him. Yeah. It's cool. I'm just trying to figure out if he was there. Like, is his character going to be one of the killers? No, he's like, a, if it is, he is a survivor. He could have been both. That, that makes no dope. sense to me. They should if, you, if you're bringing Nick Cage into this game, he's a killer. They should have just made him a killer. <laughs> but you know what's funny? I don't like this. <laughs> He's a survivor, and then they showed footage. They made a trailer of his gameplay, but it was the most generic thing that I was like, this doesn't... If you're someone who didn't know anything about Dead... Like, you know, a lot of people know about Dead by Daylight. It's grown in popularity in the past couple of years. But if you didn't know anything and you see it, you're just like, what the fuck is this? It looked... It was presented really bad. Yeah. A lot of stuff was announced... But we're only going to the main stuff that I know you guys are going to be excited about. And Bethel, I knew you were so fucking excited when they announced this. Yes, Sega is coming back with one of Bethel's favorite series ever. Not Yakuza. Sonic Superstars is coming out in fall 2023. It is a 2D slash up-resed looking co-op playing Sonic game, Bethel, you're going to get a copy. I'm going to get a copy. And you know what? Joe's so excited. He's getting a copy. You're going to be Konukles. I'll be Tails. Joe will be Sonic. We're going through Sonic Superstars. 
<laughs> How excited are you? Hell yeah. Okay, I'll be all honest. Look, over the years, I loved Sonic when I came, I came out as a kid. Then later, it's like Sonic sucks. And I've come around. I enjoy the character and some of the games, but not everything. When I saw this, when this got teased, Sonic Superstars, before we knew it was Sonic Superstars, it showed the standard 16-bit Sonic and I thought, oh, they're, are they are they talking about the collection that's coming out in the next, like, two weeks? And then out of nowhere, it was the ups, up, up-resed graphics. And, and my first thought was, oh, shit, Sonic Generations 2. Because Sonic Generations was awesome. And Sonic Generations, a lot of Sonic fans loved it. And they wanted a sequel. But we never got a sequel. So I thought, awesome. Sonic Generations 2. Sega's finally listening and making a sequel to one of the most highly regarded Sonic games in the in like years that people really enjoyed not not considering you know Sonic Mania but no so- Sega does what Sega does best with Sonic a whole new Sonic title you know Sega doesn't do what they should be doing where like oh you make this great game like Sonic Mania Let's improve on it with Sonic Mania 2. Or, hey, Sonic Colors. People love Sonic Colors. Let's let's improve on what we have and make a Sonic Colors 2. Or, the game I was talking about, Sonic Generations. Let's improve it on a sequel, what we learned from there, improve on it, and make a better one. Sega never does that. They just make new shit. And no, they just they, throw they just it out. Blaze. They just throw it out. Yeah. And then they go on to the next thing. They make Frontiers. They do this. They do that. It's never like, okay, you know... People will probably say, what about Mario? He's always making different games. It's true, but when they have something like Mario Galaxy, which everyone loved, everyone thought was awesome, and then you know what they did? They're like, hey, we're going to refine this, make it better, what we learned from the first one, and improve with the sequel, and they make Mario Galaxy 2, which is one of Joe's favorite Mario games, but like they just just do it, you know? like It's just like, fuck, man. They do the same shit all the time. Sega does the same shit. And then, you know, but look, I'll be honest. I saw this and I was like, this still looks cool. I'm excited for it. And, you know, in the grapevine, some people are like, oh, it's Sonic Team is working on it, which isn't a bad thing, but I hear it's a small team and they just finished a project less than a year ago. And it's another team that, I don't know, it's right now, it's not looking good for this to turn out anyway. But I mean, I won't, again, I'm not lying. Like, I was kind of like, oh, this is cool. It looks good. But now it's just like, nah, but it's just the same shit Sega does with yeah. Sonic. Like, we could have good Sonic games. They just farm out new shit all the time. Like, everyone loved Sonic Mania, and they're like, make it Sonic Mania 2, uh-uh. and they don't, they don't care. They don't fucking care. Be- uh, yeah, I don't know. I- I've said it before, it just it's fucking sucks, dude. Another game, Sandland, uh, based on the Akira Toriyama uh, manga. Uh, this looks like an open-world Mad Max mixed with like a Curatoriyama arts that looked cool. I can't really explain more. It just yeah, looked it didn't very, really show much. It didn't show much, but it looked visually. Not, it looked like a Curatoriyama yeah. art. So who was making it? Uh, I don't know the developers for mm. it. Uh, they showed some gameplay for Alan Wake Two. The game still looks awesome. I was I was pretty sure they were going to announce a physical version when they said it was <laughs> digital only, but no, that's not happening. So far, they did announce Spider-Man 2 has an official release date now, October 20th. They announced that. Bethel, what do you think it coming out in October? Yeah, I mean, when they've all come out like around October, November, right? September. So, September, October, November. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, 
that's that's awesome like like all these games that they've been they, they talked about what i liked about this presentation was that all i think all of them most of these games are coming out within the next year yeah so i'm like hell yeah that's 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 what i like when i see presentations were mm-hmm. um i mean who knows some of these games might get delayed but uh their plans are to release within the next year which is exciting they also announced uh off the show a collector's edition for 230 bucks it comes with a pretty cool statue of both spider-man and venom mm-hmm. but you, it's it's exclusive to the playstation direct store Ugh. so uh, good luck with that yeah you could have my money sony but you had to pull that shit on me. John Carpenter announced a game he's working on called Toxic Commando coming out in 2024. Did you see that? Parts of it. I didn't see all of it. I, I it kind of I saw heard the song and then I saw part of the trailer and just like this does not look cool. Look, I love John Carpenter. <clears throat> it's great. Love a lot of his films, and I know he's a big video game fan. Yeah, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But what I saw was just like, eh. I thought if John Carpenter was gonna make a game, it would have been something different. But if this is the game he wants to make, you have my attention. I'll check it out. I want to check it out because I want to see him as a fan. I want to see how those worlds blend of, of a director and a fan. You know, how does that, you know, how does it come out? R- right now, it wasn't interesting to me, but hey, he could, it could change my mind if the yeah. game's fun, you know? Uh, there was a game that was shown off, PAL Worlds, coming out January 2024. It was Pokemon with guns. Oh, yeah. The only thing I said when I saw yeah, it was Pokemon with guns. It was basically capturing them all, and they have guns. And it, yeah. and it was blatantly Pokemon characters. Yeah. You saw Eevee. You, like, they yeah, stole yeah. it. They just altered things yeah. very little. And this is what I said. Like, I'm pretty sure people are like, this looks fucking dumb. Like, whatever. I hope this game runs so well. Because if someone who's ripping off Pokemon Company can make a game that actually runs compared to the Scarlet and Violet that came out and like the performance was so bad like no excuse man like come on like i'm still bummed out about how it performed like performance wise right yeah like i was so excited when it came out and like all the air for me drained out i know people love it no matter what you have pokemon fans that will just love it regardless and like any franchise hey that's cool all i'm saying is for me i was gravely i was really disappointed yeah really disappointed oh yeah um, I bought it for my nephew and he just loved it. He consumed it and I get it. He was just into it. You know, yeah. he, he could overlook those, the, the flaws and yeah. that's cool. Me, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. Lord of the Rings Return to Mordor. The only reason I bring this up is cause, uh, after the, the Gollum game, I think anyone making a Lord of the Rings game is like, fuck dude. If, even if we show this and it looks badass, people are going to be like, yeah, but that Gollum game yeah, sucks. Yeah, dude. I felt, I felt more, I felt bad, more bad than I did because I was like, shit. Because of the, yeah, dude, that Gollum game looks so bad. Yeah, I saw some shit on it. I saw somebody made fun of it. They put, they just, because of this, the captain said something, oh, um, this game is using old, uh, game tropes or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that were from like the 90s and they had a, uh, Crash Bandicoot, and it was just the Crash Bandicoot theme song, and it's just uh, Gollum running around because that's what it <laughs> yeah. was pretty much what it was. Yeah. 
Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis iOS Android. I was like, uh, yeah. I like Final Fantasy, but I'm not big on mobile games. So, yeah. Uh, I saw you get excited for that at first. Yeah, and then and I was just like, and then I was like, wait, this looks like a mobile. Oh, I was I was watching it because it, it, the they said it was just a mobile game, and then you got all excited. I was like, but I didn't ex- hear yeah. I didn't hear the mobile game. I <laughs> yeah. didn't hear that, and I was like, just getting excited for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so did you see this? Uh, they showed a scene from the Twisted Metal TV show. Yeah, before you say anything. I like the little teaser they showed. I th- when did they show it on the PlayStation Direct, or wh- when was when did they show the Twisted Metal I, little teaser? I think it was the, the State of Play. State of Play. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a chance because I feel that it might be good in in just being weird. Yeah. And then they show this clip of Sweet Tooth singing Cisco's thong song. Yeah. Dumps like a truck. And any hope I had of of maybe the Twisted Metal show being like just fun, dumb yeah. fun. Yeah, it fell flat for me, man. Yeah, it fell flat so bad. Yeah. I was like, whoa, like, look, I, I don't. I'm, it, and it's not for me. It's not like, Ooh, did you make sweet tooth all cookie? It's like, no, 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 no. That's fine if you do it well, and but it's funny. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just fell flat for me. It just yeah. was not appealing whatsoever. Unless they just showed like a shitty scene, but I mean, I'll still check that. Yeah. I'll still check out the show, but this has made me less yeah. excited, to yeah. be honest. I wasn't all that excited for it. I mean, I was excited, I, like I wanted to see something like this, but I didn't. Now watching this, I'm just like, oh, I don't really care for that anymore. When I heard they were making it, I was not excited. Yeah. When I saw that little teaser, I'm like, wait, they could they could go a route yeah. where no one. No one know like if it went the route of Peacemaker, yeah. but had that humor and that gore. I, you know, I, I was hoping for that level of like it's gonna catch everyone off guard. It's gonna be like that, you know, because yeah. you know I think for some people, well, not I, I'm, I'm not gonna say just regardless of it being James Gunn and everything like that. When you hear Peacemaker, like a Peacemaker show, what's this gonna be about? Oh shit, this yeah. is awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, again, regardless of James Gunn, like you already kind of knew, like this could be good because mm-hmm. James Gunn's solid, you know. Yeah. And I was hoping, like, maybe something like that where you're like, that is going to be lame. And like, oh, shit, this is actually really awesome. I have no hope. <laughs> yeah, that that scene was like, it was, I'm, like, I'm hoping that it's, like I said, it's a shitty scene that they showed. Because what the, it was just, it wasn't really nothing to the scene. It was just him singing and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there was more to a scene, like. Anthony Mackie was like saying the song too, yeah, and so, but, but it wasn't. Just, it, it didn't was just play things, well. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't play well. Yeah. It didn't play well. I think, I think part of the problem is that people want black. Oh yeah, hard. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not gonna get it. It's not. That's not what we're trying to do here. Yeah. There, you know, I saw a lot of people on Reddit talking about, oh, I should be black, and I like black. And I said, okay, well, yeah. it's not a fucking TV series that's gonna be, you know, super fucking dark. It's. You know, it has its vibe. It's gonna yeah. go with it, and you know whether you like it or not, it is what it is. So it's like, you know, it's like I don't know. I just like I get a kick out of some people like some people's reaction to it. Yeah, like who knows what it's really gonna be? We have no fucking clue, man. We all know like trailers are trailers fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You see, uh, a Samoa Joe's playing Sweet Tooth. I did. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> Could you tell it was him? It's just a chubby dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, that was the Twisted Metal little teaser that they showed. Beto. They also showed Like a Dragon Gaiden. The man who erased his name. Yeah. It's cool. We're getting yeah. Kiryu back. Uh, it looks like it's going somewhere. He had this crazy whip thing. Yeah, that he was it using. like a fucking Spider-Man web. Yeah, and then at first I was just like, what is it? I'm like, wait a minute. They tossed a baby around during combat. <laughs> he fucking fought a tiger. He fought a tiger. <laughs> I'm, I'm drawing the line on a crazy whip thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was like, calm yourself, Jesse. Yeah. But no, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to see uh, Kiryu back. Uh, November 9th. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that soon, yeah. dude. I was like, fuck. I need to beat three fucking Sega games. Or Shit, I, I just need to beat two Yakuza games. Um, I need to beat two. Wait, uh, two? Yeah, uh, la, uh, like, oh, a right. dra- uh, like a Dragon Ishin. Yeah. And then uh, Lost Judgment. And again, none of those will probably tie into yeah, it. But, but I just want to. <laughs> like, it, it's crazy, though. I, we've played so many of them. That like you're like oh I could take my time and they just keep coming out with more and I'm happy about it yeah. I'm happy about it it's just more like fuck I don't I don't fucking have the yeah. time but we had some bad news today about it yeah no physical edition yeah it's rumored that there's no physical edition I don't know if it's completely I, confirmed I hope it's not confirmed I hope we do get a physical edition because I want to get my sticker with it dude I, I always give a sticker you don't need any more fucking games you dude, just get the digital it's fine no they Joe they give stickers with yeah. the games. Yeah, you don't even fucking need them. Hey, fuck you, Joe. I want that shit. Yeah. You guys aren't 10 anymore, goddammit. But I like <laughs> stickers. Look, I get it. We are... We, we've, I've, I've talked about it last time when we were talking about Alan Wake last episode. It's gonna happen. We're, we're transitioning into... It's gonna only be digital. I get it. Um, I understand it. I just didn't think it'd be so soon. <laughs> That's why I, I, I really like. I started. I thought the. I thought the same thing. It's like, damn, this, yeah, they're just gonna keep doing that. It's start. It's starting. Yeah. And like, look, it, it. It had. I am cool with like if they're just, if the reason is because they don't want to manufacture it and then have like a ton left over that just gets sold for like ten dollars or whatever or, or what have you. Whatever reason it is, if it if it's because they overprint shit or overprint it. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of people that still want physical. We're going to go into digital. I get that. But just do like what Limited Run does. Like, hey, you got a month. If you want to order it and get a physical version, then order it. If you lose that window, you had a month, bro. If you don't get it, you don't get it. I would be cool with that. If we still get physical, if it becomes just a thing where it's like if these manu- if if the the companies don't want to manufacture the discs and over manufacture Fine, uh, just give me a window to when I can, cause I I want I just want I want physical. I already have the other ones. I just want I want I want it. I want it. <laughs> Damn you, Joe! You did this. You did this. Told me. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but no, it it's oh, physical. <laughs> I um. No, it looks great. I, I, again, yeah. we're, we're fans of the Yakuza games. Uh, I am excited to see what it's pretty goes. much the same trailer that they showed uh, originally. Yeah. Just added the the uh, fight stuff to it. The fight stuff, and then uh, um, a release date. Yeah. So cool. It looks good. So Jeff Keighley ends the show with announcing and showing a trailer for the highly anticipated third-party controller podcast game that we all are excited for: Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Early 2024 to disc. 
this trailer showed so much confirmed team combat combos or whatever you want to call them basically like the chrono trigger combat which is awesome characters plot points so much if you're a final fantasy 7 fan there was so much to be excited about Bethel couldn't stop talking about it joe couldn't stop blowing up my phone sending me like look at this and then that means it's this and it means it's that guys it was crazy we don't have enough time to talk about it here so i'm just gonna end it there that's how excited we are two discs two discs didn't they say that originally that it was gonna be three discs in total well, uh, uh, three discs, uh, three uh, separate titles. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, but this second one is two discs. So is it, it is it part two or is it? Is it's it, part two with oh, okay. two discs. And there's still another one. There's after still that? another one. The after next one's gonna be three discs. <laughs> that's what people were saying. <laughs> yeah. So there's a whole lot of game here. So I'm excited. You know, all of us are. J- Joe's just speechless. He can't talk about yeah. it right now. Uh, but yeah, that's how the show ended for Summer Games Fest. Again, we didn't uh, talk about everything because, look, we'll be honest. There's a lot of the stuff that's on here is great, uh, but I, I think it's not where we're excited about. We more want to talk about the stuff that we're, we're stoked about. Uh, but with some of the announcements and how this all played out, um, what did you guys think? What did you like the most? I know it's going to be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, so we won't talk about that. It's out of the equation. But uh, 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 what were you guys enjoyed? I really enjoyed that we got release dates, and and like I said, they're all come. Most of them are coming out within the next year, even like towards the end end of this year. I think mm-hmm. the only one really was uh, that I can think of is the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. uh, coming out next year. But I like that we have games that were announced or shown uh, that are coming out within the next. Uh, uh, in the near future. Yeah. So that's what I liked about it. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I like there was one part where Jeff Kelly like kind of said something like uh um something about Final Fantasy or people were expecting something huge. Yeah, it was right after the mobile announcement. Yeah, and he goes, oh yeah, no. he said talking about Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's like, oh, no. he goes, no, no, no. Yeah, go, go to Taco Bell, get your free burrito. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. That shit was funny. Uh, what'd you, th- Joe? Uh, Joe, what did you think about the announcements and stuff in Summer Games Fest? Yeah, I mean, obviously I didn't see the whole thing. I yeah. mean, I, I saw, I, I'm catching everything. I like Mortal Kombat, man. Yeah, yeah. I actually pretty, pretty fucking stoked with. Yeah. The what I saw and what's coming, um, I, you know. Crazily, I think that that might be the thing I'm anticipating the most now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's dude. That the end of the year is gonna be a lot of good shit coming yeah. up. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, uh, you know, you you hear this shit online all the time. People are like, "Oh, that was the worst. This was horrible. Like, it wasn't the greatest." Yeah. But I think this summer, this summer games fest, and then we had the PlayStation showcase. Uh, we still have the Capcom showcase. I think on Monday. Um, we got some other showcases. We got the Xbox One. I think, I think this solidified now is just like, I don't think we're gonna get that banger showcase or show or whatever. Like play, that one year PlayStation, just everything was just yeah. banger after banger after banger. I don't think we'll get that. I think that's like a every eight years thing. You know what yeah. I mean? For all we know, Xbox will have that. You know, yeah. coming up, Capcom might have that. There might be some surprises, but I think now it's just more confirming what's coming out, release dates, 
maybe a surprise here or there. There's so much variety in video games. Some people are going to love things and some people are going to hate it. You know, we saw that with people bitching about that Prince of Persia, which is stupid. You know, but again, I bitched about things too, which makes me stupid. But I, I <laughs> think now, like, <laughs> but now I think like, I, yeah, we want to be excited. We want to say like, it was the most amazing thing. But you still hear that echoed by a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people go like, oh, it was, aw- it was awesome. Because yeah. they find things that they like. Oh, yeah. But I think now it's like, I'm not saying not to be excited. I'm not saying, like, you, sh- you should blame yourself if you're that excited. No, I'm just saying, like, I think my anticipation, when I think about it, like, oh, this is what I'm expecting to happen, it does happen, but it all seems to be spread out. Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when when Jeff Keighley was at the end, when he started kind of hinting the rumors were true, does, does I, wasn't, is I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't expecting... Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth trailer, but I was expecting Final Fantasy 9. And what I mean by that is there's been rumors that the next remake they're going to do after 7 remake is Final Fantasy 9. Mm-hmm. Now, regardless of people who love it or hate it, that's the rumor that they're working on it. I guess something leaked recently mm-hmm. that, like, yes, they are working on that. But again, it's still rumored. But when how he said it, yes, the rumors are true, you could see, because I streamed it, you could see me go, Final Fantasy 9 Remake? Because that was the rumor. But then when it was Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, I was excited, but I was like, what, what, what was the rumor? Like, we know the game's coming out. Was the rumor that there's a trailer for it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it, it was my excitement, but then I was like, kind of like, oh, that sucks, but it's still exciting because it's Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, more information, right? But... In the future, whether it's two years from now, three years from now, we're going to get that Final Fantasy IX trailer. So it's going to happen, but it's years from now. Or whatever. Yeah, so you just spent like fucking five minutes talking about Final Fantasy. Yeah. You're, you're fucking canceled. The show is over. <laughs> You've over, overgone your fucking time on Final Fantasy. Okay, I went five minutes. It's not as different as you guys going 45 no, minutes talking right about now. Madden. How, right when, now, you, you guys did it. Fucking... You guys did it for years. I sat back yeah, but... and listened. You can take five minutes of Final Fantasy talk. Final, Final Fantasy I'll call, is shittier than I'll that. Call, I'll call it Final Fat Titties if that makes it better. <laughs> right. No, I like Final Fat Nasty. Final Fat Nasty. Final. Uh, okay, I'll mix it up. I'll say Final Fat Nasty and Final Fat Titties back and forth, and it'll, it'll pique your guys' interest. All right, you've just won yourself another ten minutes. Yay! <laughs> no, but um. But yeah, I mean, it, it's that's what I'm saying. It's just like all, all of it is just like subjective, and everyone's gonna be excited for something. And I don't know. I think now listen, it's just listen, listen. It boils down to this: if Capcom fucking announces Resident Evil Code Veronica remake, they win. That's it. <laughs> they win the fucking summers. This all, all this summer bullshit or whatever this is called. If Capcom announces that, they win. It, that's it. Because it's the only. It's legitimately like the only Resident Evil. I think I've never played because I did play a little yeah. bit of three back in the day, mm-hmm. but I never played Code Veronica. So if they actually remake Code Veronica, it actually gives me a reason to go out and fucking get it because I've never played that version. I've never ever every I've I'm, I'm not really big. I may have seen like minutes of the story of it, but that's it. It's a fun game, but yes, talking about that, we still got the Capcom showcase. We still got Xbox. We still got that coming in the future so make sure you tune in here next week to hear our thoughts about the capcom showcase when you hear this you'll already know 
So did Code Veronica happen? Did Joe's dream actually come to fruition? We'll find out next week when we come back. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Esparza and Joe Mears. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Joe. What up, slut? What up, what up? Did you, growing up when you watched wrestling, did you ever watch the uh, Vince McMahon's um, uh, World Bodybuilders Federation? No. <laughs> I heard a podcast about that earlier. Uh, Sean Baby's podcast, they talked. They had two whole episodes dedicated to this. I don't shows. even think they had a show. I, I, it wasn't a TV show. I don't remember it having a TV show, but I know they did like a, a, like a pay-per-view or some shit like that. They had two pay-per-views, and they were the worst pay-per-views in history. That Wait, so bad. So what was it? It was, was just bodybuilders? It was like, like a bodybuilder? Yeah, it was just a bodybuilder competition. Like, they were WWE, all into it. WWE people? They, they, they got professional bodybuilders that from like the uh, other bodybuilders competitions. Uh-huh. They pretty much, uh, what they did, what they did, they went to a bodybuilders competition. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the, what the, what the um, uh, whatever the, uh, the promotion's called. But they went to the hotel and then like under the their hotel doors they they slid contracts into there for to like pretty much poach their the talent and um that's how they got the talent by 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 having them sign those contracts and just stealing them pretty much whoa yeah but i think you know what it makes me think that vince mcmahon is secretly because he fucking busts (laughs) he busts the biggest nut